You're listening to Wilderness Club, a podcast exploring hidden treasures of the Word of God. We are James and Brooke, and we discuss how our own experiences interweave with God's plan for all His children in seasons of both wilderness and rest. It's your breath in my lungs, so we pour out our praise. So the thing I want to do with my breath is pour out my praise to you. I never really focused on the first part of that line, which was, it's your breath in our lungs. And the idea that everything that we have that sustains us, everything we have that's a blessing, all of those things are directly from the Lord. And we ought to live like we are borrowing his resources, borrowing and utilizing the things that he has given us and not just wasting them. Everything that we have is from the Lord. Everything that we have is the Lord's. This house was given to us by the Lord, so let's use it to raise our family in a godly way. Let's use it to host Bible studies. Let's make sure that the love of God is being shown in this house. And my job was given to me by the Lord. So in some way, I should try to glorify the Lord in my job, whether it's through just doing a great job and representing the Lord that way, or using connections that I have at work to talk to different people and share the gospel in some way there. However it is, use it to glorify the Lord. And I I always think of those those big things, like, oh, these are the big things that God has given us. But that song, it kind of hit me one day that it's like, yes, all those big things, but God has given us everything all the way down to the breath in our lungs. Often I would think about like the resources that I have, like, oh, like I think it was after going through Dave Ramsey, the idea like this is not our money to just blow and do whatever we want with. God gave us this money, so we need to be good stewards of it. We need to be respectful of it, utilize it in a way that is pleasing to him and that fulfills his will. This song kind of hit me like, yes, that's true, but also you can take it down to the very breath in your lungs is God's. And so we should treat it as such and understand that everything I have is the Lord's, not just the times when I sit in quiet time, or the times when I am in a Bible study, or the times when I'm at church, or serving in some capacity every single moment. It's not a thing that I turn off and on, like, oh, I put on my Christian shirt today and go do my Christian things. It's that the actual air in my lungs is God's, and living every moment like it's His. And we're flesh, And we fail at that all the time. I fail at that all the time. The important thing isn't that I get caught up in like, oh, I failed at that and I'm not doing enough and I'm not giving him everything, but rather to notice those moments and go, oh man, I haven't been, Mm -hmm. I've been wasting my time. I've been Mm -hmm. doing that. I, I need to ask God to forgive me for that, for maybe dropping the ball or for getting my eyes on myself or on the world and off of him and ask me to bring me back to him, bring me back to 
living every moment like it's for him. Ask him to help me to live every moment like it's for him. There's so much in our flesh that takes us away from the idea of living every moment for him mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. takes our eyes off of him. And so we, I think, need to be willing to say, God, I know that I am messing up or God, I know that there are things that pull me away from you and I don't want to be pulled away from you. So search me mm-hmm. and point out what needs to go, what mm-hmm. needs to be cut mm-hmm. and give me also the boldness to follow through with it. Right. It's one thing to say, hey, God, show me where I'm messing up. And then God yeah. says, okay, it's your language. And then right. you go, okay, God, tell me where I'm messing up. And he's like, "It's I just told you it's your language. And you don't want to deal with that thing. Right. You're like, you know, you, you're, you're, uh, your ego says, well, it's not that bad of a deal. Or I'm, well, I'm not I'm, that bad. I'm not that bad. There's worse people out there. Having a willingness to... Uh, to change it's like we talk about with the kids with um teachability mm-hmm. when we say like you're not being teachable i maybe sometimes they don't understand what we're saying when we say that but what we mean is like you're not willing to hear correction mm-hmm. you're not willing to have someone point out something that needs to change and if you don't have that willingness you're not you're never going to get past that thing that you're stumbling over so we have to be willing to be challenged by the Lord, to be prodded by the goads mm-hmm. and not kick the goads, but yeah. go where we're being led. And that actually kind of reminds me of what happened just a few hours ago with the cookie situation. Our oldest son asked for a cookie and I told him, that I had to throw away the cookies (laughs) because they were too much of a temptation for me. And they made me feel really awful and sick. And so they needed to be thrown away. And you knew that um, even though they made you feel sick, that if you had them in the house, your desire to eat them would far outweigh. Yes. Yeah. So you had to put them in the trash because and that's the only way. I didn't want to put them in the trash. <laughs> I will admit, I even got one out of the trash <laughs> and ate it. It was in a Ziploc bag in the it trash. It was in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you throw it away and then you're like, oh, no, I really, really, really want one. And so I went back into the trash and I got it out. <laughs> And you made sure he wasn't around when he did that. (laughs) Right, no. Because that was a few days ago. But we then told our son, like, you need to learn those kinds of things because it goes along with sin, you know. Mm -hmm. But if there are things in our life, in our life that we know will hurt us or we know have the potential to take our eyes off of the Lord. Yeah, take our eyes off the Lord, make us, comparing it to the cookies, like it makes me feel crummy. It Crummy? Yeah, and they were really <laughs> crummy. Um, makes me feel crummy, makes me feel, you know, like all these symptoms, gives me a headache for days. And so there's all these consequences mm-hmm. to 
lacking self-control, basically. And, what it and, comes down to is lacking self-control because I am the type of person with certain sweets, I will eat the entire bag. Like I, ha- I seriously lack self-control. And it's like, um, it's like we were saying to, to Jude earlier about that. We were saying there's nothing necessarily wrong with eating a cookie. Mm-hmm. And if you hadn't thrown those cookies out and you ate them, you wouldn't have been like turning your back on the Lord by right. eating cookies or anything, but it was still not beneficial to you. Right. And it was something that had a negative repercussion for you. And that's something that we, we justify the stuff that we hold on to in our life. We say like, oh, well, I know that this isn't going to make me go out and rob a bank. So I can keep doing it because mm-hmm. it's not hurting anybody. But if it's something that distracts you from the Lord or or changes your attitude, like gives you, puts you in a bad mood mm-hmm. or, you know, like in any way causes you to be um, separate from the Lord, then what you need to have is that willingness to say, Lord, show me what needs to go. And then when he says this needs to go, to say, be okay, throw it out, be willing to do it. Yeah. And and in the word, Jesus um, goes so far as to say, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. That sounds extreme. But if you take it down to these, these small examples, like throwing out cookies or getting rid of the DVDs that you, you really love that movie, but you know that mm-hmm. it's it, super funny, right? <laughs> but you know that it's going to put maybe some image in your head for the next few days that shouldn't be in your head or whatever it's going to do. If the Lord says, cut it out, then you need to be willing to cut it out. So you cut these things out. You have that willingness to cut things th- these things out. And then the Lord, if you are being honest with the Lord, when you say, Lord, show me what to cut out, mm-hmm. he, will, uh, he will faithfully answer you and he'll say, cut these things out. And then if you can faithfully respond, exactly, then you will have growth in the Lord. And the next time, maybe it won't be as hard for you to be living those breaths out, for to be breathing those breaths out for the Lord. Or it will be just as hard. <laughs> right. It might not get any easier. <laughs> it, it may it may be that I'm just going back to my analogy of the cookies. Like, this is something that I've learned for a really long time. So, okay, an exa- a little example is... So I just watched this video of a person that I graduated high school with. And it was a video about a recovery center. Um, he was in recovery in uh, last year, kind of told his story about what had happened to him. And it made me think about how addiction happens, like that because he had said he went, he could go months and months without Using. using. And, you know, I went months and months, like, this is so silly, but like, I went several months without having sugary things. Mm But then something in life happens and either you, you go on a, a trip or you, you have a, well, that's what I was going to say. It kind of started 
my downward spiral started with, you know, going away this past summer and, you know, traveling, you can't eat as well and you can't find the resources that you need um, for like a strict diet and everything. And that was kind of my downward spiral and then having birthday and everything like that. And the holidays. And, And the holidays. My point is, is that there are going to be times in our life where we may be faced with the sin again Mm -hmm. and that we need to be preparing for those times to basically battle and, you know, asking the Lord to prepare us to defeat that battle that or that um that sin that we know that we could face again and you know maybe our achilles heel because we want to stay close to the lord and i think this is kind of you know our running theme throughout all of our podcasts is you know the having those wilderness moments and having those moments of you know mountaintop and that it is pretty inevitable that because we are human and because we have these fleshly desires, that uh, we are going to be faced with times that we feel weak spiritually yeah. or physically, times that we feel hopeless or times that we lack self-control and that we need to be continually seeking him and being nourished by him yeah. so that when those times do come through the Holy Spirit's power, we're able to overcome those um, temptations and adversities. And, and again, like going back to what the word says, you know, no temptation has overtaken you except such as common demand, but God is faithful He won't allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So, you know, the word says that the Lord will make a way for us to escape those temptations that could be, again, like our Achilles heel, that we need to be aware that there is a way of escape and, and, find that you know asking the lord to help us find that way yeah we um i think our culture because our our world is is our is the world because our world is flesh our our culture says a little indulgence is okay Mm -hmm. or even a lot of indulgence is okay and you shouldn't feel bad if the temptation was more than you could bear Mm. but the word says there is no such thing as temptation that's more than you can bear if you have the right resources, if you are seeking the Lord and seeking a way to resist the temptation, mm-hmm. then he will provide the way to escape it. Mm-hmm. But if you are nonchalant about approaching temptation, then it's going to bowl you over and it's going to it's going to grab hold of you. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, we should be asking the Lord to prepare us mm-hmm. for those moments. Like, I know I know that this is going to come. I know that my flesh is weak and that temptation is a thing in the world. So 
Lord, store up your word in my heart so that I I can lean on your promises when Mm -hmm. temptation comes. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I have more self-control than I naturally produce. Surround me with believers who are going to lift me up and encourage me in moments. Like There's so many avenues. And that goes... Um, that reminded me of the verse that you gave the kids this week, Psalm one nineteen eleven. Mm-hmm. I will hide your word in my heart that I may not sin against God. Right. So hiding his word in our hearts helps us, is a tool, is a, a weapon mm-hmm. against sin. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that the Lord asks from us is to have a personal relationship with him and to love him. But in that love, our natural response should be that we want to spend time with him, Mm -hmm. that we want to get to know him, Mm -hmm. who he is. And then from that, we'll also have the desire to be a part of what he's doing. Yeah. And with those things we are then able to resist temptation we're able to find that way of escape and we're able to glorify god with every breath in our lungs thank you for listening to this episode of wilderness club we invite you to find us at wildernessclub.co that's calm without the m where you can get in touch with us to ask questions, learn more about our faith, and who we are. We invite you to join the club.